The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Gadigal land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back to another episode of Your Safe Space. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and today on the show, we have a confession that's giving what comes around goes around X edition and some dating disappointment. The best part, I'm joined by my manager, Miss Emily, again, and two opinions are obviously better than one. So let's not waste any time and get into the show. Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome back. Hope you're having a good morning, good day. I've got Miss Emily in the studio again. How are you, Em? I am fantastic. How are you, Adele? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us again. You're on Sunday's episode, so I'm so grateful that you're back in everyone's ears. Of course. I can't wait. I'm very excited. I love a little gossip. I love a little story. These I'm very um, excited. Yeah, these are my favorite to record because they're so juicy and just, I don't know, love a bit of tea, love the drama. I just think we need to normalize being nosy. I just think like I want to know what's going on in people's lives and I want to have an opinion. Exactly. And I feel like you are probably the person that I speak to almost more than anybody else. And when, <laughs> whenever we've got like tea or updates for each other, straight on the voice note. Yeah, it's like I'll send you like literally daily updates of like, oh my God, guess what happened? Oh my God, this is happening. Yeah. Oh my God, you won't believe this. It's great. And I eat it up. I absolutely love it. All right, should we get into our confession? Absolutely, let's go. Okay, now guys, M has not read or heard this confession, so we're going to get her raw reaction. I've read it and... Let's go. What comes around goes around X edition. My ex and I were together for seven years. Towards the end of our relationship, it started to become quite rocky and I was going through an eating disorder and severe anxiety. This was not linked to the relationship. We had a pretty good relationship for the seven years that we were together and we were together pretty much since the end of high school. I was very close with his family and spent a lot of time with them. He decided to buy a house a few months before we broke up. I was all for this, but he did it without consulting me first. I hadn't seen the house nor known he was going to put down an offer. How do you not have that conversation? Right? How do you not go, hey, babe, thinking of spending a couple hundred thousand dollars? That blows my mind. It's one of the biggest purchases you're going to make. For a partner of seven years, like I understand not wanting to buy a house with them or like not wanting to like wanting to have your own kind of asset, but yeah. to not even be like, hey, I'm looking at places. Like how, that's a big decision. It takes a lot of time as well. That's not something that you just like decide to do one Saturday morning. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. I'm thinking like, that's a big red flag. <laughs> the fact that someone's gone, you're someone, not someone, your boyfriend of seven years who in my mind, I'm thinking after seven years, we're getting engaged, yeah. we're getting married. Like you're talking about buying a house together. If you're not already <sighs> living together, you're like talking about that, right? Yeah, okay. Oh God, it gets it gets a little bit worse. So this was the cause of our relationship becoming rocky as well. Obviously, that's a given. <laughs> as well as there being a lot of tension and pressure around my eating disorder and anxiety. We got COVID in 2021, where we had to isolate together for two weeks in the same house with his family who also had it. Oh, I just got flashbacks to lockdown. <laughs> At the end of the two-week isolation, he was dying to get away from his family. We had just spent 24-7 together for two weeks and he wanted to go and sleep at his new place. His family and I still had two days of isolation to go. There was a Friday night where he went out with the boys and I stayed at his place with his parents. I decided to go through his laptop 
for context, our relationship was rocky and tense and you know gut feelings, you have to follow, so I did. I ended up finding a deleted email where he had sent a girl, his cousin's best friend, who is 11 years older than us and who has two kids of her own, flowers, chocolates and food to her house. When he got... (laughs) That raises so many questions. When you said email, I was like, is he writing love letters via email now? But it was like a order confirmation. Yes, that's what I'm thinking it is. But the weirdly specific, his cousin's best friend who is 11 years older older than us and has two kids. I want to know how old these people are. I know. When he got home that night, we argued for hours. He said that he bought it all for her as a thank you for getting medication for his family during lockdown. We argued and we were unsettled for weeks after this. He could not tell me that he loved me and I didn't trust him at all. Fair enough. The minute someone says that they like you, they can't say they love you anymore, mm. that's it's done. That's done. It's done. Like, lie. <laughs> oh, you love me. No, yeah. I feel like there's so many cracks in this relationship. It's just falling apart at this point. Yeah. At the same time, he had also lost his license. Is this guy all right? That's really embarrassing. Yeah, ick. What are you doing to lose your license? Get a license. (laughs) Try not to judge you, but drive safely. Fuck. And one night I had dropped him off to a friend's house and gone home. Girl, what are you doing? Dropping him off being his Uber. I mean, I feel like that's kind of standard in like a long-term relationship, but there's the ick of him losing his license and then you driving him around. Yep. Mm. That night, my gut instincts again made me go past his new house. There was a light on. I hadn't heard from him in a few hours. I had attempted to call him multiple times to let him know the light was on at his new place. And was he there? There was no car in the driveway and I had taken him to his friend's house a couple of hours earlier. When he wasn't answering, I decided to go and ring the doorbell. Again, no answer, but there was a pair of women's running shoes at the door. I hid my car in the side street for about one and a half hours watching and waiting. And I saw his friend's car drive around the corner of his house. I couldn't see anything else because of where I was parked. He then called me five minutes later. I think he had jumped the fence and gotten into his friend's car, which was not in my view. He asked me what was wrong and why I was calling so many times. I told him that when I knocked on his front door, I could see shoes inside, his runners and another pair of black women's runners. I asked him who was at the house and he said no one. He was on his own. I asked him about the shoes and he said that they belonged to his friends. I knew that he was lying. Well, he said he was at home by himself, but he still didn't answer the door. Yeah. Shady. Shady. Shady, shady. This girl is way more persistent than I would be. I'd be like, okay, whatever. Very patient. I don't, I don't believe you. I'm going. Yeah. Very patient. I, at this point, I, I would have killed him anyway. (laughs) I was very angry on the phone girl as you should be he requested that I go home from wherever I was and he would meet me there his friend dropped him to my house and I met him there it took me one and a half hours of arguing with him for him to tell me that he had the girl he sent the flowers to over for a coffee I t- <laughs> what time of day was this because I was envisioning the night no yeah, so, so so was I it's Friday night it's a Friday night and she's over for coffee yeah who's they're not mm. having coffee hmm Raises a couple questions, but that's coffee is code for something else. (laughs) I said, fuck you, we are done. We argued and we had left it as done. As you should. Yes. 
Good on you. Finally, <laughs> took your time. Fast forward a few weeks later, I found out that he had been cheating on me with her since that August and we had broken up in October. They continued on in their relationship and I had to learn to navigate my life without him. We didn't speak for a few months after breaking up, but then we had started to text back and forth a few times and we arranged to meet up. I saw him for the first time since our breakup and we ended up sleeping together, despite knowing that he was with her. I didn't care. I still loved him and he initiated it. How could you still love a person after that? Yeah. I don't know. I see. I think a part of me understands like maybe wanting to like get back, like being angry and resentful to that other woman, but yeah. two wrongs don't make a right there. I get that. But my thing as well is like, you didn't speak for a few months and then you started talking and arranged to meet. What are you going to achieve from this meeting? Mm. Like at what point are you going to be getting anything from meeting up with someone that cheated on you for months? Like to ask, Hey babe, why did you do it? I think you know why. Like, it yeah. doesn't, it's not going to change anything. No. It gets worse. We <laughs> wow. met a few times over the months into the following year, each time at least sharing a kiss. He was cheating on her with me, just like he cheated on me with her. Late last year, though, he suddenly blocked me and his family did too. I couldn't understand why. So after a few weeks went by, I went past his house to get answers as I had done nothing wrong. Girl, stop going <laughs> past his house. <laughs> Petrol is expensive, please. I know, I know. Like, Very persistent. I what are you, they probably have cameras. That's why you're blocked. <laughs> they see you driving around his house every fucking week. <laughs> Hiding in the bushes. Oh, my God, girl. But he refused to talk to me yeah. or give me the closure I deserved. Okay. You don't need closure. Closure is no. not real when it comes to this. Closure is something you give yourself. No one can ever give you that closure. Also, I would argue sometimes people's behavior is the closure. Exactly. His actions told you literally everything you need to know. Everything. I knew that he was still with her, but he wasn't 100% sure on her as his family weren't 100% sure on her either. And she had two kids of her own. So is the family telling you that they're not sure? How, how, how do we know that they're not sure? I guess she's probably like, he's not 100% sure on this other girl because he's still sleeping with her. Yeah, true. But also... <laughs> Maybe he's he, just saying that. I, like, don't want to be mean, but also like he... Be mean. Cheated on you. So he wasn't 100% sure on you either. Which And you don't, you deserve to be with someone that is 100% on you. So don't keep going back to someone that can't give you 100%, can't even give his next partner 100%. Like nothing about this man says 100%. No. So why are you even giving him 80? He's for the streets. For the you streets. The streets do. you keep driving on. <laughs> you, you're just going to find him on the side of the road one day, but he's trash where he belongs on the side of the road. Exactly. Exactly. So about two days later, I had called the girl's mobile and told her that I needed to talk to her about him. She requested that we meet up and we did. I told her that him and I had kept contact, had slept together a few times since breaking up with him initiating it every time and that now suddenly he stopped talking to me. She was quite mature and apologised for ever being with him in the first place. She was under the impression that we had broken up. I had hundreds of screenshots of evidence, texts, calls of him asking to meet up, him saying he missed me. She looked at them all. She then told me that she was actually five months pregnant and that they had been religiously married. I bawled my eyes out. 
The man I had loved for the past 10 years kept the truth from me and didn't have the balls or heart to tell me the seriousness of the new relationship he was with this woman in. And that's why he had suddenly blocked me because they had just told his family that she was pregnant and they had not long ago just got married. Now, fast forward to this year, I haven't heard from either of them since and they are still together to this day. There is so much more to say, but I can't type anymore. I think you reach word capacity, love. I For the past two minutes, I've been jaw on the floor. <laughs> I know. Fuck. Fuck. What I want to say is move forward. I know, I know that even just by reading that, the man you love for 10 years, I know there might be some love there left for him, but you deserve so much better. So much better. Absolutely. And I think that like... You're just doing a disservice to yourself to keep going back and trying to see what's there. Yeah. I think the conversation with the new partner, as you said, was very mature. And I think that gave you any closure you needed that it is not happening. And why would you want to go back to a man that no. one cheated on you now has a child with another person? And I mean, he's married now, so I really don't yeah. think that that's going to happen. But you deserve so much better than that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then I also think as well, like just looking at it objectively, like take yourself out of the picture for a second. It's like if a man is going to do this, if anyone is going to do this to somebody, are they really the type of person that you want to be with, that you would want for your best friend, for your sister, for whoever, like for yourself? No. God, no. But I think when your people are in like long-term relationships Mm. like this and it starts to go to shit, they keep thinking back of like, oh, in the, you know, the first year, in the second year, in the third year. And I think like it will never ever be that again especially after something like this happens yeah is the relationship that you had at the start people grow and change and seven years is a long time to be with someone but trying to get back to what you were is just not going to be possible especially if someone is treating you the way that he was treating you yeah and then repeating the poor behavior yeah constantly making the wrong decision breaking that trust over and over oh god there's just no way that that was going to work out and no I, i mean at least there's closure now Exactly. I hope that you are doing better. I hope that you can move forward. I hope that we can shut this chapter on your life and you can just focus on, yeah, the next chapter, healing yourself, working on yourself and making space for someone new, someone better, someone that treats you the way that you actually deserve. Absolutely. I. We need a deep <laughs> breath. We need a collective deep breath after that, everybody. <sighs> bigger and better things for you my queen wow absolutely all right guys if you have any thoughts on our confession today what would have you done what do you think about what this listener did feel free to come into the facebook group where you can weigh in and if you have your own juicy confession or secret or something that you have to get off your chest there is a form in the notes of this podcast episode and in the facebook group and literally wherever i've got the podcast linked even in the bio of the podcast where you can come and leave your own confession or secret and we can't wait to read it All right, now we are jumping into our advice segment and today it's Advice with Adele and M, which we absolutely love. We love advice. Now, disclaimer, before we give you any advice, it goes without saying, we are not qualified professionals, but we do have thoughts and opinions and hot takes and we are going to share those with you today. But if you do need professional help and support, please obviously check the show notes. Hey Adele, I've recently gone on three dates with a guy from Hinge who I've genuinely thought was nothing but green flags. It's been a really lovely dating experience so far, which I haven't had in a long time. I've been so happy with how it's going. He asked if I'd be keen for a fourth date and I was really looking forward to it. 
It got to the day of and he messaged to say good morning and there was some back and forth general chit chat. He hadn't yet mentioned anything about the date that day. So I messaged a couple of hours earlier just before to confirm where we were meeting. He then replied saying he had forgotten about the date and said that something had come up. He apologized to me a few times and I could tell that he felt bad. He did right away try to reschedule another date, but I said I would get back to him as I guess I felt really insecure about it. I'm just wanting advice. My immediate instinct is that I'm clearly forgettable to him and perhaps ranked lower than any other dating options he may have had on the apps that week. I'm trying not to be so black and white thinking lately and I would love to hear another opinion. I just think the fact that I had been looking forward to it all week and he had forgotten about me was really upsetting. What would you do in this situation? That's tricky. I totally understand like why this person's really upset Mm. and I would take that personally as well. Yeah. But I think it's really tricky with like casual dating and like dating in the early stages and she mentioned something about like ranking lower than his other options and I think totally understandable how you can take that personally but also like what's what is the etiquette yeah dating etiquette I think and I I probably have like a bit more of a black and white thinking on this because I've been burned in the past but my thought is if we've agreed to a date I Mm. need it to be confirmed 24 hours before yeah I think that's fair I think that like when you are organizing a date I want that confirmation But it's like you were talking the day of. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because wouldn't there not be like a, hey, we still on for tonight kind of thing. Yes. But I do think like, I don't know, part of me is like you can forget things and I think things do pop up and I, if it happened once, I think I'd forgive it if it was something that was recurring. I think the fact that he went straight to rescheduling is a yes. positive thing. Yes. It wasn't just like, a, oh, so sorry, like I've got something up. I'll get back to you on when we can do it another time. Like if he's like shit so sorry can't do tonight but how about tomorrow or something yeah because I think the forgetting obviously like Em said a little bit hurtful you want to take it personally but I also think if it's like the first kind of mm, orangey flag a bit of a red flag when you've Mm. said he's given lots of green flags so far and it's been a nice dating experience and then the way he tried to recover from it I think is more positive than some yeah. other stories or times when I've been forgotten about. I'll tell you a story in a second. Ooh. But I think oh, I wanted to, I can't, I think I will actually want to tell you to give him another chance. I want to say give another chance because I think it's really tricky to know what three dates and a fourth date looks like to you. Like I think mm-hmm. how long you're talking to someone, how long this has been, like what that kind of connection like changes what four dates looks like. Mm. But I think that, There's no, nothing, you don't owe anyone anything at that stage. There is no kind of like exclusivity. You're still getting to know each other. So I don't think that it's fair for him to expect him to have you as a number one priority, especially if he's got other things going on in his life. Like the man's might have a job, might have other family commitments, might have other things on. So like you can't expect to be the priority four dates in. Yeah. And it might not even be other dating options. Like it could just be be other other stuff. And I think even if it was other dating options, that's kind of the point of dating. Mm. The whole point is you go on dates with people, you see how you click and eventually like some person might outrank somebody else. Outrank sounds so (laughs) awful. (laughs) You know the way I think about it? I'm like, you just, you keep like going on dates with people and then like you, you learn about them and then you figure out if you can like accept them like flaws and all. 
And then it is a bit, in a way, ranking because you're like, who can I accept more of and who does it feel better with and who am I more excited about? Yeah, and I don't think it's intentional at all. I think it's just you kind of find yourself wanting to talk to some person more than you want to talk to some other person Mm -hmm. or you're like keen to see them more than you are keen to see somebody else. Yeah. And I think that those like things kind of just happen as a relationship builds as to whatever level that may be. So I don't think I wouldn't automatically go like, oh, I'm being outranked. But at the same time, like I might be, you might be, and that's okay. (laughs) And I think that that's the point. Like if he wants to go on a fourth date, you're still up there. You're still on the board. You're still playing the game. But I think it's also important for the, like this person to kind of think like, am I putting too much into this? Am I viewing this too exclusively? Do I need other options? I was going to say that. I was going to say, how many other dates is this listener going on? Because it would be a good, I think it'd be good to not put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, I think that like putting all your eggs in one basket is not the best thing to do in the early stages of dating. I think as we've discussed, you're wanting to kind of see who you're compatible with. I think it's really important to see what you like and what you don't like. And going out with people shows like, oh, I didn't like how this person did this or I liked how this one did this and X, Y, Z. What you like and what you don't like. But I think that there is a point when you're seeing someone that you kind of want to be exclusive, whether or not you discuss that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are giving exclusivity, you can't expect that unless it's discussed. Yeah. It's not fair for this person to be like, oh, I want to be his only option. Is that just because he's your only option? Yeah. Or is that something you've discussed where you're meant to be each other's only options? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I don't know what this listener is like, but for me, I'm someone that gets like super attached, like super quickly. And my psychologist, it's approved by her. She had said she has said to me that whenever I do start dating or whenever I do try to dip my toes in that I'm not just going on like one date with one person and then a second date with that same person. She's like, you do probably need to like get to know a couple of people at a time, not too many, otherwise then I get a bit overwhelmed. It's too hard to keep track of everybody. <laughs> too many conversations. Who have I told no, what? <laughs> that happens though. And you're like, right? oh, I told this person about my day, but I haven't told this person. Like, yeah, and then I'm like, told I'm like, wait, did I talk about the Euro trip with that guy or have I told this one about my sister like it's dangerous when you start (laughs) mixing inside jokes that is a dangerous game it is it is but I think it could be a nice little check-in point with yourself to say maybe I need to assess some other options and maybe I need to yeah just keep keep it open because at this point it's still very early like four dates into me is is early and then I think to myself what's four dates? Like maybe that's like one date a week. That could be four weeks. I mean, it could also be two weeks though. That's the thing. Like (laughs) is four dates four weeks or is four dates one really busy week? Yeah. Far out. Okay. Give him another chance. I think if he's made the effort to organize another date and you want to go on the other date, yeah, that date with him, go. No harm. See what the vibes are like in person. I think that how things go in person is way more indicative of how they feel of you than forgetting something I agree and I also think as I said the way he tried to recover from it like apologizing right away trying to reschedule immediately I think that is like a pretty big green flag the story I'm going to tell you guys (laughs) some of you might remember I was dating a person for a portion of this year and we had gone on our first date actually late last year which was way back I think maybe around this time last year October of what are we 2022 yeah and so the first date went really well. It was a little night market date. It was cute. Yeah, and then our second date was scheduled for a week later on a Thursday night. And 
it was like loosely scheduled where it was like it'd be this time around this area but it was confirmed it was confirmed like two days before three days before the day before I get ready for the date it's the day of the date I'm getting ready I've done my makeup I've done my hair I've had an everything shower you guys know when you've had the everything shower it's commitment's yeah, gone into it right absolutely. and so I'm about to leave I actually think I had left my house because I yeah no I had left my house at this point I get a text from him saying, I've got to cancel. I'm so, I'm stuck with work. Like I'm hung up at work. I can't make it tonight. So sorry. Actually, no, he didn't even say so sorry. He didn't attempt to reschedule. He didn't apologize to me. And I just played it off. I was like, yeah, no worries. It was a second date. So I was like, whatever, I don't care. And you also, yeah, you don't have, like you're not in a position to actually be mad about that because Correct. you're only a second date. It's Correct. not like it's your boyfriend of three years who's bailing on something. It's like you actually don't have the right to be – you have the right to be upset and you have the right to be mad, but you don't have the right to be mad at like verbally Correct. to him. Exactly. So I was just like, yeah, whatever, all good. And then it took him about, I'm going to say like three or four days to apologise and to be like, oh, can we reschedule, can we re- reschedule? And I said, no, like that's it. Like I just, it just yeah. put me off. And I was like, I don't have time for this. Like I want – someone who makes me a priority. So I totally resonate with this listener because I'm like, I don't want to be forgotten. I want you to be obsessed with me. <laughs> Absolutely. But also like, it's a second you, date. I know. No, no, but like, what does someone do for work apart from like literally surgery or something <laughs> that you get stuck at that you don't know like an hour or two in advance? Like yeah. if you're meeting at like seven o'clock and it's like five o'clock and you're like, shit, I don't think this is going to be wrapping up. Let me know. But like walking out the door. Well, it was a family business, right? And so... I guess a part of Can't me... Can't just be like, hey, mum, sorry, gotta go. <laughs> a part of me was like, you know what? I get it. When you work for yourself, when you work for family, it might be hard to say no. It might be hard to enforce those boundaries. I think it'd be easier. You work for yourself. Do it later. <laughs> well, sorry, mum. I was about too- to go meet my future wife. Thought you'd want this. Yeah, true. True. Exactly. You're right. It's not like you're talking to like the boss who's like the CEO of the world's biggest company and saying, sorry, I need to go take this girl for dinner. Like, Yeah. Okay. All right. No, you are right. I think if anything, that's less of an excuse. Yeah, and so I didn't give him a second chance at that point. But he was very persistent. And for like the for that. following six months, he kept trying to take me on the second date finally. And then I eventually caved and went on the second date in um, uh, March this year. But we all know how that worked out. So we can take that as a lesson and say, don't give him another chance. But I will say there's more, way more green flags in your question here than what there were in my situation so I still stand by my decision of saying give him another chance give him another chance yeah and see how you feel see how it goes yeah don't put all your eggs in one basket Mm -hmm. cut the man some slack and I want to know from the audience as well have you gone on a couple of dates with someone and then had this same situation happen and then gone on to give them another chance. And now, are you married to this person? Are you married? <laughs> Has it worked out? I want to know the good evidence. I want to know the good stories so we can, yeah, share well, with this listener. Surely there's got to be because there is of absolutely course. no way someone has gone their entire dating relationship with someone to not have to change a plan last minute. No. There's no way you can date someone for like two years and something doesn't come up and you have to change a plan. I think it's all about how you approach it. Yeah. Notice is important. Mm -hmm. Apologizing and rescheduling is like the best you can do. Yeah, for sure. And then just lastly, the one thing I forgot to mention that I think is important is dating at the start, especially while you're getting to know someone can often be 
I don't know, you're like ironing out like the kinks, right? No, no relationship is ever going to be off to like the perfect start. There's going to be little speed humps along the way, little things that you have to kind of work through together. And I'm going to say this is like a tiny little like, you know, ditch in the road. Yeah. You could. How are you guys going to figure this out? Yeah. Are you going to like, are you going to turn around and be so mad at him and yelling at him? Because like, that's a bit of a red flag. Like I think yeah. you react in the way that is going to set the relationship, like the foundation for the relationship. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, come into the Facebook group. Let us know what you think this listener should do. If you've been in this situation, let us know what you've done. And yeah, just join the group. I think we can wrap the episode now. Thank you so much, Em, for joining us. There is one question I want to ask you before we go, because we're all about fun on these Thursday episodes. Do you have anything fun planned for the rest of October? She's looking at me like, <laughs> I, think I, do. I don't have any, you have nothing fun planned. Um, yes, you do. I know what you've got fun planned. It's your birthday soon. My birthday is early November, so I'm trying to plan that, which I actually don't know what I'm going to do. Scorpio queen. Scorpio queen. I have, um, I've got a concert this week. I've got some dates coming up. There we go. I have all the fun. Yeah, planning for my birthday, which I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm organized for your birthday. Everyone else seems to be organized <laughs> for my birthday except for me. <laughs> like last night, I went down to my parents. I was like, "Hey guys, remember my birthday in a month? Let's not forget it." Let's not forget. And they're away for my birthday. So I'm like, you guys have to really make it up to me. They definitely have to make it up for you. I've got it in my calendar. I've got your birthday present ready. I'm good to go. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. And thank you, you guys, because we basically bullied Em to come onto the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. And it worked. It worked. I'm so happy about it. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. You're so welcome. You'll have to come back. Oh, my God. I think I must. I would love to have you back. Guys, if you're not, follow us on Spotify, follow us on Apple, give the podcast a rating. I will only accept five stars, okay? I'm bullying you into giving me a five-star rating. Please also follow us on Instagram, join the Facebook group and follow us on TikTok. I've been posting on our new TikTok account. It's so it's so rogue just posting on like a fresh TikTok account. It's, it's weird. <laughs> like, where is the engagement, please? <laughs> Literally, like my videos. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys on Sunday. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Gadigal land, hosted by me, Adele Marie. Your safe space is a part of the Amplify Podcast Network.